Okay, people, let's get right into this news. Are shining a light on survivors of abuse. And So I Stayed is an award-winning documentary about three survivors who strikingly have similar stories and were separated by 30 years. They all point to how no one believed their stories about their abuse and each... What? It's a documentary that's called And So I Stayed. And so you a fool. Let me tell you something. If you are being abused, get the fuck out. But I can't. He's a threatening man. 911 is right at your fingertips. 911 is on you women's side. Because all you have to do is dial 911 and hang up the phone. And the police is coming to the residence regardless. And then all you have to do is scream, holler, you know what I'm saying? Make some type of fucking noise. Show that you are being abused. And that nigga will be dealt with. There's no reason why you're staying in a relationship other than you like this shit. Ended up behind bars together to fight back. Here's a clip. We all had police reports, hospital records, witness statements, pictures of violations. For God's sake, Nikki's abuser raped her and... Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to hear that. We all had pictures and police reports. Yes, yes. You know what you didn't have? Restraining orders. Because if you had straight restraining orders, you know what? He would have been tired of getting locked up because, like I said, oh, it's too many things that you got. You, you women can have. Do you know there is a button that you can you can order? It's called life uh life alert. You know what I'm saying? You you hang that button around your motherfucking neck. You call you call. They give you the free button. And I think the service. You know what I'm saying? If you got uh, uh any type of insurance, insurance pay for the service or the service like the a dollar, two dollars a, a year, or some shit a month or some shit like that. And all you do, you press that fucking button. It's very easy to press a button. You know what I'm saying? Because I know some of you women say, Well, I can't get to the phone. He won't let me get to the phone. All you have to do is press a button. You press a button. The operator, that's you know what I'm saying, will be alert the police for you. And paramedics or the police is coming to your residence immediately. There's too many excuses to get out of a relationship than to be in an abusive relationship. I don't want to hear it to none of you fucking abusing, abuser as women. I don't want to hear this shit. You don't say you are making this fucking excuses because you like the dick or you like the man. You you're still in love with the man. You you don't want to leave the man because there's plenty of ways to fucking damn escape. I don't want to hear the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? He's not around you 24-7. You understand that? He got to go to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? He got to eat. You know what I'm saying? He got to get some fresh air. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's plenty of ways of opportunities where you can make a dash. Plenty. And uploaded it to a porn site. Why did it? My hospital records matter. Okay. 
so he wait. Let me see what. Let me let me see what. He, let me see. I think I wanna. Be, I wanna be right. What 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 this lady said. Listen, and I'm not believing your story because you don't have to even have to suffer from that. I'm not believing your motherfucking story. Why? Because you stayed because you want to stay. You keep coming back because you want to keep coming back. Fight back. Here's a clip. We all had police reports, hospital records, witness statements, pictures of violations. God's sake, Nikki's abuser raped her and, and uploaded it to a porn site. What more evidence do you need? Why didn't my hospital records matter? Why didn't Nikki's hospital records matter? Why didn't Tanisha's hospital records matter? Why didn't my police reports matter? Why didn't Nikki's police reports matter? Why didn't Tanisha's police reports because you were not willing to press charges and because you were not willing to put restraining orders. Don't you know that, you know what I'm saying, you can put the police report in. If you would have pursued a restraining order, don't you know what would have happened? Then your police reports would have took effect. Why? Because if he come at you again, you could have just immediately, you know what I'm saying, dial 911. Even if you hang up, the police is coming. Dial 911 and hang up. The police comes, you show your restraining order they already know you got restraining order they have no choice but to lock the nigga up you see i don't want to hear the motherfucking excuses from you battered ass women matter why did it my scars bruises and marks on me matter why didn't nikki's matter why didn't tanisha's matter why does it not matter what happens to us What matters to us, because we're talking about it, joining me now as we honor Domestic Violence Awareness Month, the film's directors, Natalie Batillo and Daniel, Daniel Nelson, as well as formerly incarcerated survivor and advocate, Kim Brown. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Natalie, what inspired you to make this film? Well, it, it started out of um, my own experiences of being a survivor of domestic violence. And also, um, in 2010, my uh, sister was killed by her abuser. And um, when I went to grad school at Columbia, I... 
you know, this all also stemmed from, you know what I'm saying, choosing the wrong nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's that's where this also stemmed from. You choose the wrong nigga. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he looks cute. Oh, I like his sideburns. Oh, he got dreads. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He's this. He's that. But motherfucker, damn, you choose the wrong nigga. That's what fucking happens. I'm not feeling sorry for you motherfuckers because y'all choose the wrong niggas. And then y'all want motherfuckers to feel sorry for you. And you don't say cry out for sympathy. Oh, why didn't the police do nothing, bitch? Because you didn't put a restraining order. If you would have signed, I the reason why I'm saying this because actually I am counseling a young lady uh, that is going through that same shit, but yet she keep taking the nigga back. And every time I tell her to put the restraining order, she say she is, but then next thing you know, the nigga is back in the motherfucking house. And then you know what I'm saying? Things don't go right now. She's back calling me again, and you know what I'm saying? Oh, but I should have not let him back in. No, you should have put the restraining order on them like I told you to. So I don't want to hear that. These are from bitches who motherfucking damn refuse to motherfucking them do the right thing, but yet expect the police to do their job. The police can't do your job unless you do your job. You got to file the necessary paperwork. Knew that I wanted to cover domestic violence, and that was back in 2015. And um, there was a advisor who sort of I told my personal stories to, to, and said, "Why don't you cover the story about survivors who are criminalized for fighting back?" And in my mind, it just like did not make sense that we were putting survivors behind bars for their acts of survival, whether it was self-defense or being coerced to commit a crime by their abuser. Shut the fuck up, because you don't have to commit a fucking crime, bitch. Shut the fuck up. That's what the police is there for, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Stop loving strange dick, bitch. And then you won't have to worry about that shit, bitch. Uh, you know survivors often feel like it's a life or death situation and it really is so since then I uh, decided that I would continue to um, record that and that's how I um, I learned about Kim and her incredible work with New York's Domestic Violence Survivors Justice Act I had also um, at that time sent my um, story uh, to Dan who's co-director and uh, I'll let him sort of speak to how he came on and then obviously let Kim speak on to speak about her experience <laughs> as well. You got it. I'll guide the conversation. Kim, you know, you were incarcerated for 17 years for killing your abusive husband. Why? What was it? What was it you lacked? What was it that you weren't getting? Who wasn't here? Oh, that's a good thing. I wish you would have stayed in there for about 25 fucking years. For killing my abusive husband. Motherfucker damn bitch. Before you got married to the nigga. You should have um, traditionally married to him. So, you know once you have sex you already married. But when you went to the justice of the peace. And got married to the nigga. You knew the nigga was abusive. Before you got married to him. So why did you marry the nigga. You thought it was going to get better. Bring you. That 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 caused you or pushed you to the point where you felt like that was your only option? Well, thank you for having me. And thank you for having us this morning. Um, 
I think it's the lack of um, a lack of a an, a trauma informed approach when you bring your abuser to the courtroom. I had five um, arrest warrants for Darnell. I had hospital records, police reports, battered women shelter reports. I had him arrested five times, but none of that seemed to matter. You notice she said everything but a restraining order. You know that she said everything but a restraining order, right? Oh, I had I was arrested five times. I had police reports. You know what I'm saying? I had arrest warrants and all this other stuff. She said everything but a freaking damn restraining order. Because if she would have had a restraining order, she wouldn't have even resulted to uh, um, hurting the man. Because all she had to do was call 911 and the police would lock him up. She would at least be safe for at least a good seven days. And within that seven days, that'll give you enough time to motherfucking damn get yourself right. You know what I'm saying? So when he come out, you know what I'm saying? You already know he's coming back. You already prepared. And then you just call that nigga, call the 911 again. And keep calling 911. And keep calling 911. The reason why abusers is abusers is because they know that you ain't gonna do shit. You see what I'm saying? Just like a high school bully. The reason why a high school bully is a high school bully because they know that the person that they're bullying is not gonna do shit. So they're gonna keep bullying the person. And every time we went to court, you know, I was the upset, hysterical woman that no one was really paying attention to. And um, he would stand there and say how I, he doesn't want anything to do with me. And then as soon as we would get outside, he would be right there grabbing me by, by a little fat roll on my side, pinching me hard, saying, come on, let's go. So it was... Um, a lack of support from the system. You, you know, I, I went to the court. I, I filed police reports. I did everything I thought I was supposed to do to be safe and nothing, no. Okay, so after court, you said he's pinching you by your side. Do you know if you would have had a restraining order, he wouldn't even been able to get that close to you to pinch you by your side, you dumb hoe? Sympathy. And kept me safe. It's just, it's, it's heartbreaking uh, just hearing that. And unfortunately, we hear these types of stories far too often. And Daniel, um, my guess is you were pretty surprised uh, to hear uh, many things about these survivors and within Kim's story and, and others. Do you think this doc can make a difference? Do you think this is finally kind of the angle, the feel, the emotion, the characters that can drive home? No, I think my ministry makes a difference every day. You know what I'm saying? If you women are tired of being motherfucking abused and motherfucking them fighting abusive men, you know what I'm saying? Come into my Bible study class. You will be trained up and learn how to be a righteous woman and learn how to connect yourself with a righteous man. My Bible study class. Just send me a friend request to my Facebook page, which is P-S-T-R Michael Smith. That's P-S. T.R. Michael Smith. Send me that friend request on Facebook and I'll add you to the group and you too can learn something. But motherfucking am learning from the from these three ding bat whores. It's not motherfucking am teach you nothing. 
Why? Because they just going to tell you how to, you know what I'm saying, their experiences, and then, but they're not telling you how, what, how did they, you know what I'm saying, uh, they didn't tell you how they met their man. You know what I'm saying, that, that would teach you on what to, how, how to uh, uh, avoid abusive relationship. If they told you how they met their man, where they went to meet their man, how their man looked, how their man talked to them, you know what I'm saying? If they told you the in, uh, ingredients or the, 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 the information on how they met their man, then they will be telling you something. But you see, they left out all of that. They just went straight to, oh, he's abusive, he's this, he's that. But what the fuck are you doing, bitch? What are you doing? Why something has to be done to protect women like him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think when I first started this and, and Natalie showed me this uh, the story, which was originally Kim's story in a version of her master's thesis, I was really blown away by how prevalent this issue was uh, being criminalized for, for defending yourself against your abuser. Um, and Natalie's an incredible writer and journalist, so the story was incredible. And Kim is one of those people who just sort of jumps off the page when you read about her. And yeah, I feel like documentary film is is a medium that is very impactful for talking about issues like this. And I just hope that people walk away from this film understanding that um, I, I think folks have a tendency to just trust that the legal system is doing the right thing. Um, and in many cases, it does not, particularly with uh, domestic violence survivors and so I hope that people can watch that this film and see that Agreed. And Natalie, you know, the New York Times covered uh, how your film actually played a role in Tanisha Davis's case. She's featured in the film, which resulted in freedom after a conviction. What was that like for you? And does it show you just the power of what your filmmaking can do? It really does. It really does uh, show us the power of, you know, storytelling and, and survivors using their voice um, we, we were honored to be a part of that process. We worked with Tanisha and her lawyers to put together a video statement with her application to be resentenced under this new law that you know Kim had fought for for 10 years. So it was a day that I will never forget. And um, you know, there's still women behind bars like Tanisha. There's Nikki Adamando who faced a 19 to life sentence. So, you know, the work is not done. Um, although that was, you know, fuck the women in bar behind bars. Fuck that. What about the women that is free? that don't have the understanding on how to motherfucking them simply fill out a motherfucking damn uh, restraining order and don't know how to simply follow the simple instructions on how to get rid of a fucking abusive man. What about the women that's out? You know, very uplifting for us. We, we still hope to, to free more survivors, um, whether it's through educating uh, you know, the legal system, uh, trainings, uh, you know, uh, and just empathy, like really, truly, it's like these are people's lives. They, they these survivors had have hopes and dreams. They, you know, are not a true crime story. They should not be reduced to that. And uh, there's real nuance that should be explored in um, learning about domestic violence and 
and I hope that our film can contribute to, to that conversation. Well, it already has, uh, and you're helping women get their power back. Kim, Natalie, Daniel, thank you so much. And Natalie, uh, your strength is, is, is so amazing. Appreciate all three of you for what you're doing. Thank you for Thanks having for us. us. Thank you, you so much. You bet. And you can also go to the website uh, to find out more about the film uh, and why I stayed and watch it. Um, it's powerful. Coming up, a man taking. All right. You know what to do, people. Hit that follow button. Turn on your notification bells. I'm your host. I'm your pastor, Mr. Michael Smith. And if you want to tune into our Bible study class, tune into our Bible study class. That is... um. Uh, send me a friend request to my Facebook page, which is P-S-T-R, Michael Smith, and that's on Facebook. That's P-S-T-R, Michael Smith, and that's on Facebook.